Hey, Teresa. It's prom. Let's go in the bathroom and do some taglines. Taglines? Oh, God, Heather. Fuck me with a chainsaw. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Wow. That's the line. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God, taglines. So 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it can never go out of style if people still keep doing cocaine recreation. That, that is true. <laughs> I have two taglines for you. Number one, a romantic comedy from hell. Uh, not a romantic comedy. No. Definitely from hell. <laughs> a romantic horror? No. 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 Uh, we'll get it. What if it just said, from hell? <laughs> yeah. This movie's from hell. But that's not this movie. That's That has Johnny Depp in it, from hell. That's true. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, and, uh, oh, shoot. It's not going to hit yeah, me. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Heather Graham. Oh, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Yes. Yes. Which, I was a huge fan of Heather Graham. Uh, License to Drive. You ever seen uh, that one with the Corys? Boogie Nights. Yes. Roller Girl. <laughs> Roller Girl. <laughs> uh, one other one here. Alex thinks he's died and gone to heaven. He's half right. Not only is this tagline uh, incorrect, it's 100% it's also wrong. Like math incorrect. <laughs> because he's not dead, right? Through no. the whole film. And... He never goes to heaven. Never. If anything, they just go to Freddy's dreamland. Yeah. <laughs> they just get to see him be like, my mom. <laughs> All right. I got some stats for you with zombies shackled line dancing, killer jukeboxes, heart explosions, fingers scissored off, sex scenes, male nudity, ghost hand jobs, ice cream cone hand impalements, blenders to the skull, bodies turned into ice cream sundaes, one pair of breasts, battery acid shower hair dryers, football drill impalements, zombies from the football field, fist through the heart, laser eyes, suicide by gun in the mouth, flame throwing, razor blade records, Driller King's Crowns, Propane Explosions, and nine deaths in total, with a 4.6 on IMDb and a 2.5 on Letterboxd, it's 1990's Prom Night 3, The Last Kiss. Let's drop some bombs. Slag, PhD. All the subhumanoids melted down in Classic Nuclei Part 2 and in the beginning of this movie. Who are you? You silly bitch. I'm the other woman. Honey, they say I'm backward because I like it in the back. You may think you've got the powers of hell on your side, but you don't know who you're dealing with. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Jenny. Happy birthday to me. Welcome to Bombs Away, the B-movie comedy podcast. Joining me back again in the studio 
as always is the burnt up corpse they put in that crushed car so you don't drink after prom oh, Tyler no. Rowe <laughs> this could be your son this could be your prom <laughs> do you want him hanging around with some floozy ass 1950s ghost <laughs> who are you going home with better hope it's not the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. Better hope it's not Monica Lewinsky. Because <laughs> that's what she looks like in this film. I think she looks like a cross between Monica Lewinsky and um, Sherilyn Fenn. Oh, the girl from... From uh, The Wraith and, oh. and, and Twin Peaks. Yes, Twin Peaks. Because yeah. at first when I saw her, I was like, Twin Peaks girl? Yep. But nope. Sherilyn Fenn. Yep. Uh, I Through the whole thing. And it, part of it's the hair. It is, and it's the face. She looks just like her. It it really does. But you'll be remiss to find anything else that the girl uh, who plays Mary Lou in this movie is in, because it's really nothing else. It's uh, Courtney Taylor, yeah. and she doesn't even have a picture no on IMDb. No picture on IMDb. No, not at all. But we got plenty of information on this film. Uh, first off, uh, welcome back if you're a fan of the Prom Night series. You're going to like this one, too. It's, it is like the Prom Night series is bookended by two eh, films and two really good films let me catch you up if you're not gonna like uh, listen to the other ones but i wholeheartedly recommend you at least go back and check out hello mary lou prom night 2 which i believe is episode uh, 111 yes and so let's catch you up first prom night one jamie lee curtis is the sister uh of 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 a brother who goes insane uh when uh, basically, he watches a friend at, when they were children get pushed out a window and then on prom night decides to get revenge on all the friends that that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and him are friends with uh, for basically covering up the death of when they were children. Which you're like, all right, I guess. And like, it's also just a, a shameless cash-in on Halloween the slasher craze of Halloween, mm -hmm. literally even further than that, shamelessly cashing in on the fact that they have Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Agreed, hundred percent agree. Because the killer in that film is literally just wearing a uh, like a cat burglar's like black ski mask, and uh, it, it's kind of glittery actually, yep. and uh, just just walks around in 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 tight Italian leather shoes, just running around the prom. Ooh, I didn't know this was a giallo film, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um and 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 thus the brother is found out by the end when jamie lee curtis pulls off the mask when he attacks uh people on the dance floor standard killer stuff uh the second one one of our favorites of all time hello mary lou prom night two and the only connection to prom night one is the fact that it is supposed to be the same school hamilton high done quote unquote let's just use the word posthumously um, because this was not written as a sequel to Prom Night whatsoever. Nope. It that's was actually it, titled The Haunting of Hamilton High. That's why it really does not bear any resemblance um, to anything that happened in the first Prom Night at all. Correct. No. They didn't it, even bring it up. No, it's that classic thing of we had There was had, literally a mass a murder that happened at this high school. Really? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, whatever. What's well, <laughs> up in Prom Night? It's like... Bunch of people got killed. Oh, you mean? Oh, I thought you meant like in in reality. No, no, I'm saying Jesus Christ, <laughs> that'd be a sad like. No, I'm just saying. Right. In prom night, there was a mass murder that happened at this high school, and then prom night two, they're like, eh. yeah. I mean, that was like seven years ago. Who remembers? The news cycle so fast now. 
<laughs> We're on to the Iran Contra. Forget about this. So in Prom Night 2, uh, we have a, a woman named Mary, Mary Lou Maloney, who in 1957 burned to death when her boyfriend, who was pissed off that she was cheating on him because Mary Lou gets around. Okay, we're going to establish that right now. Her boyfriend, she was cheating on her prom date, and he wrote, he lit a stink bomb. It caught her dress on fire. She burned into flames. And then 30 years later, Mary Lou, who I guess was haunting a uh, luggage trunk in the, in yeah. the uh, school's basement, uh, she comes out of luggage trunk, haunts the uh, kind of nerdy girl who then, throughout the course of the film... Uh, takes on Mary Lou's personality and uh, swears to get back at her boyfriend, who is now the principal of Hamilton High, and also to get the crown that she never got placed on her head because she burned to death by becoming the other girl. Of course, by the end of the film, they save the girl, you know, that she was possessing the body of, but it turns out that Mary Lou then haunted her uh, old prom date, the uh, played by um, Michael Ironside. My, thank you, Michael Ironside. By the end of the film, and by the end of the film, he, I guess Mary Lou is like they're playing our song, and then like drives away in a vehicle with a license plate that says Mary Lou. Yep. It's, <laughs> and it's all kind of like surreal, where you're like, oh, they didn't make it out. They shouldn't have been able to even leave the scene yet. Yeah. But but regardless, that's where we're left What's off. That, and that ending, keep that in mind, because that ending is very important, because it comes to play again in this, in this movie. So... Uh, quick, right off the bat, this film was written and directed by Ron Oliver. It was also co-directed with Peter Simpson. But Ron Oliver is the one that I want to mention real quick, is the fact that he was the writer of the first film, and then uh, he wrote this film as well, Prom Night 3, as a sequel prior to Prom Night 2 even being produced. Yeah. And, and by first film, you mean Prom Night 2. Right. Yes. Yes. But the first film in this like series, Haunting of Hamilton yeah. High, that he wrote. Yes. So what's fun about the Ron Oliver fun <laughs> is is the fact that this film, Prom Night Three, before it went into production, he had a meeting with it with the Menendezes. Jose Menendez. Mm -hmm. He went to dinner with the entire family. Yeah. Right on Friday night. And then uh, anybody who doesn't know Jose Menendez was the uh, producer uh, of Live Entertainment, which is the distributor for this film and, and the producer of this film. And then Monday morning, Ron Oliver got a call that, yeah, Jose was dead. Jose and his wife. Yes. yes. Uh, by their sons. Yep. Uh, the famous, you know. Uh, yep. Now... There was a couple other movies and diligent listeners out there. I'm sure I, I know that we've mentioned the Menendez brothers again. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I remember which one, write in, let us know. Because we can't. I can't remember it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I can't remember it, but I know that it definitely had something to do with it. And then. Uh, you should have added them into the stats in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 11 deaths in total. Um, another fun thing about Ron Oliver is that he's kind of a weird dude. He has. Udo Kier to uh, officiate his wedding ceremony. Weird as shit. Yeah, it's probably because he's super Canadian. That's why he's weird. Yeah, because um, <laughs> uh, to to tack on our, our main character in this movie, 
um, a few minutes in says a boot, and I instantly was like, this movie fucking Canadian. Looked it up, filmed in Ontario. Was reading some more trivia. Ron Oliver, after making this movie specifically, was sought out by Are You Afraid of the Dark to direct episodes for them because they saw what he did on a low budget in Canada. Now I kind of want to know which episodes because there's good episodes and there's shit. You know... <laughs> Are You Afraid of the Dark has far more better episodes than Goosebumps stuff. Oh, fair. Very fair. <laughs> I was watching um, One Day in Monsterland, the, like the other, like a few weeks ago with uh, with my sister-in-law. It was just, holy shit. Was Jack Black there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the first movie. Yeah, it's all right. I haven't seen the second one. I'm not but... going to waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw a, uh, I saw a Ferris wheel roll through a forest at the end of the first one, and I was like, we're good. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taking care of it. <laughs> so uh, this film immediately starts off uh, apparently somebody uh rebuilt mary lou's tombstone because it did explode in the second movie it she, it's it, like jason's tombstone is disrespectful to not have it so you can piss on it <laughs> well you got to make sure that you remember the past yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah yeah it's like a confederate monument exactly <laughs> yes. yeah but also if mary lou doesn't have a gravestone where do you know to like take a shit on the grave fair very See? fair how do you how do you know where to go in order to to discuss lines of exposition as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, Jason Voorhees' uh, tombstone is actually the largest gender-neutral restroom in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, somebody remade Mary Lou's tombstone, and we, we immediately get this weird zombie chain-linked like line dance yeah i don't know what's going on i did not expect this is how it well, was gonna start they were they were um they were filming the thriller music video like uh like a a, a set over and just some extras just wandered onto this set and they were like, keep filming. This is gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, so we see that Mary Lou is there and somehow she like files her chains and now she's broken free. Yeah. And we don't know how she got to hell because last time we saw her, they, they were, uh, she was driving away in Michael, Michael Ironside's body. Yeah. But she's back. It is not the same person uh, as, as the first film. No. And I'm a little disappointed in that because I love that actress from the first movie. Yeah, um, this ripoff Twin Peaks girl is still very good, though. No, she's great, and she's a lot of fun. But I, I miss the, I don't know, like the, 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 the sex appeal of, of the 1950s yeah. uh, pinup that she was going for yeah. versus this, which I'm like, you just have like late 80s hair. It is much more modern, her look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, even her dresses yep. and everything through the whole thing. So in this film, Mary Lou, it was established in the last one that, yes, she had some powers, very Carrie-like by the end of yeah. that film. Uh, and this one just doubles down on that the entire time. Oh, yeah, she's got way more powers. I, I, I do not know what the limitation is. She's more of a genie in this film. She's like Wishmaster. Yes. Yes. Good call. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Mary Lou is like, I got to go back to Hamilton High, and I got to check on an old friend that I guess I used to bone. Yeah. <laughs> like, so... In 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 a scene where you're like, uh, in comparison to the rest of the film, which you're like, all right, little kooky, little goofy, this one doesn't play for some reason. No, it's really weird. Mary Lou shows up. She's in the basement. 
there's a janitor who's a drunk. You know, he he's just like your typical. Um, was it like Red, the homeless guy from Back to the Future? He literally looks like when Wes Craven is playing a spoof of Freddy Krueger in Scream. That's what he looks like in this. <laughs> and he he goes down to the basement because he hears a noise. He sees um, a jukebox there. In the middle of the walk, yeah, in the middle of the hallway, mind you. And he's kind of not like he's not as taken back as you would expect. He's like, ah, man, somebody left the jukebox on. My Fonzie moment is shining right now. <laughs> and and then Mary Lou appears, and she's like, "Wow, look at you, just like I remember you." And he remembers her too. He's like, "You kind of looked like that girl that burned alive." Oh shit! Yeah, (laughs) and and it's obvious by her dialogue. It's like he's definitely somebody she used to fool around with in high school too. (laughs) Because Mary Lou fucks. She really knows how to pick them. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, And and she electrocutes him through the jukebox. Like he falls back on the jukebox. He electric he gets electrocuted and then his heart just fucking explodes. Yeah, <laughs> it just we're gonna get this. Uh, you know, you're gonna notice something as we talk about this. But this movie has some fucking. Whereas the other movie had really innovative kills, this movie has really innovative gore. The gore in this movie is so fun, and and this is one moment where his heart like explodes. It's fucking sick. Which is something we didn't mention is that if you guys are out there and you're looking for it, go try to find the uncut version that we found on YouTube. Yes, definitely recommend in that. Full. Yes, full cut because anything past VHS or YouTube, it was the television cut that's on the DVD for like the double feature of three and four. Don't watch that one. Get. Get your money's worth out of it because the gore plus comedy in this is what makes it. And then you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, why would they even cut anything out of this for the TV? Because it doesn't make any sense because it's really even in the grand scheme of things, the gore is not its not anything more than you would see on like Walking Dead. Yeah, why would you cut this out of something that will never be shown on TV? Because I don't remember it. Uh, it was shown on uh, Canadian you know, that, television. That old staple, USA Up All Night. I just missed it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah cool well i i i would assume that gilbert hosted these now back to prom night three was he did he host on you that didn't sh- know i didn't know that yes ronda sheer did fridays he did saturday sometimes oh, they teamed up on Jesus sunday Christ. nights yeah yeah that's her that's that's definitely that and like secret squares he was on that or uh celebrity you know tic-tac-toe yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh yeah man uh so i i would assume this is more his bag of of tricks because Rhonda did more of the the sexy the Vice Academy nights Ugh. and stuff like that. Yeah, your favorite. Ugh, um. So yeah, she kills this janitor, and then we pop over and they're reopening the gym. Now this is the first time that they directly reference the events of the last movie, and I love this speech. Um. It 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 basically amounts to being like, hey, you know, like don't worry about it with the vanishing students and the earth tremors underground and like the mass death that we had here. We're gonna put that all behind us. We're gonna reopen this gymnasium slash theater. Yes, and then we we we're introduced to uh, in this scene our our main character Alex, who is literally like. There's not a, a piece of school that he doesn't belong to. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, okay, in what world do you play for the marching band and you're the star quarterback? So he's in band? 
He's the star quarter. Well, he's not a star quarterback. Not he's yet, second but string. Right, but he's still in and he's football. Starting to become a doctor. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> if like, there's if there's any place in which you're like, I think y- y- you have too much on your plate, might be the doctor thing. Yeah. Because like, yo, um, this guy doesn't have to be every stereotype. No, <laughs> because it it doesn't work in his favor, as uh, obvious by the uh, horrible guidance counselor. Yeah. Which I do love the line where later on they're like uh, when they kill the guidance counselor and he's like, she was a human being. And she goes, "Uh, no, she wasn't. She was a guidance counselor. I was like, yes. Do that. Because this depiction of the guidance counselor is the most accurate depiction of a guidance counselor I've ever seen. Mine is a little different. Mine is just not given a fuck at all. Dude, mine was in college. All my counselors that would go talk to them, like, yeah, I mean, you'd like book an appointment, sit in the waiting room for 45 minutes, and you go in there and they'd be like, yeah, I printed you out the transfer plan. These are what you're going to need to take. It's like, dog, what the fuck? I could have done that myself. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, mine mine very much was across the board of being like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, so you trying to go to college? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, I don't know if that was the treatment that all kids got or he just knew me, but <laughs> maybe he was right. <laughs> so, yes, Alex is our main character. He is Canadian. That's all you really need to know, guys. Uh, but yes, he's playing the band. He has a girlfriend named Sarah. She likes him very much, regardless of how much of an idiot he is through this film. We are are also introduced to the school principal and he does the speech that we talked about but in the weirdest forced scene like he's like we're gonna put that all behind us and do this ribbon cutting and then they zoom in on his hands trying to cut the ribbon and the fool's just like i wonder if i cut i'll make sure that my finger is directly cuts his fucking finger he just holds it there like they were like all right now hold it very obvious like I don't know about you, but I don't hold ribbons with only three of my four fingers. <laughs> He's like, all right, all right, this will get him. This will kill him. <laughs> right? I just told him all that Mary Lou didn't exist, and then I'm just going to do the finger-cutting trick. I will get. They will certify me, and I will not have to work at this shit-ass school anymore. <laughs> He's doing the magic trick. Yeah, they're like pulling his thumb off. <laughs> yeah, so he cuts his finger off, and everyone's like, Ah! People are freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> if they can actually see it from 30 feet away. Yeah, right? But also, people are freaking out, and they're like, play the band, just play something. Just yeah. And I'm like, no, people would just leave. <laughs> they start playing Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. But now, um, I have a funny story about like middle school. Uh, we, you know what a triplet is in, in, in music? No, when three kids are born from at the same time. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, triplet is like in Star Wars is like da na 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 the na 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 right. Okay. It's the triplet, right? Um, but we as middle schoolers didn't understand that concept, so it was very much like we did play Star Wars, and it was na 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 na. It was like <laughs> it was very deliberate, right? Kids who just did not quite grasp the concept. The principal cut his finger off. Quick, play Jar Jar's theme. <laughs> Which was that? I don't know. I was like <laughs> <laughs> beep boop boop, <laughs> bumble music. Um. So yeah, they they play off the um the the principal and then 
it cuts over to a place we'll never see again. Apparently, they're working out at Ernie's Juice Bar from the Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because every single uh, locker is pastel, and they're all in, like, colored clothing, and they're all talking about something that you think isn't really going to be important, and it still kind of isn't, but it's just to reference a bunch of things that they're going to talk about, yeah. is the fact that Sarah wants to... Uh, like move in i think with alex once once they're um once they go to college yeah. right and and alex is like i'm thinking of taking a cross-country road trip with my best friend shane here instead yeah shane who's like is that really your best friend dog right he's like you don't give a shit about he looks like friend. a lost boy yes he's just got an earring dangling he doesn't seem to fit in with alex but nobody seems to fit in with alex that's the weird just thing realize just hit me like a ton of bricks right now what this movie reminds me of so much like a, a like a ton of bricks that are set up on the of the sidewalk <laughs> did those get here <laughs> no this if you are trying to figure out a movie that is tonally similar to this film idle hands idle hands is good this is literally just like that and now i'm thinking because i'm thinking of his friend and like just like the friends in that with like uh, seth green and the mm-hmm. dude from daredevil like this feels so much like it I, it just hit me like right there i was like Oh, this is just like Idle Hands. I'll do you one better, and I'll give you one that came out at the same time. My boyfriend's back. Oh, yes, you were okay. saying that, yes. And the, uh, the the only differences in that film is that uh, My Boyfriend's Back is very much like Tammy and the T-Rex as well. where There's a T-Rex in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boyfriend uh, or like interest love interest of a girl who's kind of dating the villain already uh dies and the and then the that kid comes back in taming the t-rex paul walker comes back as a t-rex in that film this guy comes back as a zombie paul walker dies in taming the t-rex yeah man within the first 15 minutes it's not even a spoiler (laughs) (laughs) he straight up like then comes back as a t-rex and then drives into a tree it's awesome (laughs) and so (laughs) (laughs) that's why the film was never released um no but in my boyfriend's back very much the same thing of of like now we have a supernatural element just like this right where um the boyfriend keeps killing off people that are uh, keeping them from being together right which is exactly what mary lou does in this the entire time is killing off people that are enabling uh, or are keeping alex from being successful yeah. in high school right so um then we we've established shane uh we've also have um uh, kind of alex is not a very good boyfriend no he's he's kind of shitty but not in like an intentionally shitty way just, just in, stereotypical yeah just in like a doesn't understand mm-hmm. women type thing okay but that's a theme in this film is women yeah <laughs> but not like a Women be shopping, <laughs> no. but in like a women, like, <laughs> they gonna break your heart. Whereas, like you know, the eighties was like women be shopping and be like my bitch wife. Yeah, and the nineties were like 
women cruel yeah cruel that's what this movie is it's like right? they'll hurt you oh <laughs> uh, i wanted to name cool world cruel world <laughs> <laughs> just goddamn tunes oh. uh, i hate that movie by the way that that's, movie's awful that's uh you know cruel world eventually on the show oh for sure man that's a live show <laughs> uh so so uh they they keep having romantic problems. He thinks uh, that it's a good idea to have a romantic candlelit dinner, and the candles, when we say that, are on the dashboard of his mom's station wagon. Yeah, it's so lame. <laughs> okay, Eric Foreman. Because <laughs> that's what Alex drives around in this whole film, uh, minus when he gets his gift yes. that we'll talk about. Uh, but now, at some point, he's upset that the counselor has told him he'll never be a doctor with his grades. His teachers have told him the same thing. And for some reason, he's like, I'm going to drop off my girlfriend and I'm going to go and talk to the teacher in the, like at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to get you anything more than arrested. Mm, hey, fair. change my grade. <laughs> oh shit. That crazy kid on my porch. It's going to end up like when, when Marty goes, goes back to the present time and Biff now runs the, uh, the town and the principal's like shooting people in the street <laughs> You goddamn Hamilton High burned down five years ago. Yeah, that's what it's going to be for him. <laughs> please, please, Mr. Strick, let us know, know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's guys come at him and we're like, hey, Strickland! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mary Lou with a gat. <laughs> Lead slacker! <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. absolutely like he comes into that school demanding to be um you know his grades change and instead finds mary lou mary lou runs into him i guess you don't need the trunk anymore either the whole trunk aspect's no, gone. gone she's just now she haunts the high school and uh she sees him seduces him and then my favorite part of the film they just straight up fuck on the american flag you can't fuck on the dirty floor you're right. Yeah. You're right. You gotta, you gotta, you, you put something down that's worthless. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> whoops. You can't burn it, but you can't fuck on I it. I really was hoping it was actually a snake flag that they. <laughs> <laughs> don't, oh, oh, tread on me. Don't oh, fuck on, on me. me. Oh, tread on me. Um, I, I, part of me is like, damn, they do be fucking on that American flag. But then the American flag does lead us to. The most gratuitous nudity in this film, which is, um, ladies and gentlemen, you see the back of Alex's cock and balls. Back balls, man. <laughs> man. You see his penis, back too. No, we got back sack. Back sack. <laughs> we did. That is the scrotum, actually. I didn't see. That's literally what it's. Did you, did you, did you straight up, like, pause it? I didn't see Dawn. You see his penis. Damn, The man. back of his penis. You're looking too hard. Technically speaking, I guess that's the underside of his penis. Mm, I see saw the veins. It. You know, it's funny, too, because, like, that guy was assed out, covered in the flag. Yes. And then he Loved just it. drops it and bends down. And you see the back of his balls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Why have we seen so many movies doing this show where I see the back of somebody's balls? <laughs> like um April Fools or whatever it's called. Um Yep. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I I know what you mean. Uh, not Killer Party, not April Fools, Slaughter High. Slaughter High. You yeah. see the back of that guy's balls. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And that's a, an, an alarming place to see. I showed them. My balls. <laughs> April fucking fools. <laughs> they all saw the back of my balls. I showed them back sack. That, that movie has a very similar ending to this movie. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. So, yes, Alex wakes up in the school. In the school. Yeah, right there? Yeah. <laughs> Alex wakes up, balls out in the school, um, and it's that classic, like, and scrambles to uh, go hide so he can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs into the school bully, uh, and this is that weird part where they use the F word, and I'm not talking about fuck. Yeah, that's right? that's that nineties, eighties shit. But also, like, why wasn't he questioning him? All he says is "nice dress, fag," you know. Yeah, and, and you're like, wait, why aren't you being like, dude? Why the fuck are you wearing an American flag? Do you know what it reminded me of? Which is a much better execution of it because I was just watching it again the other night in Weird Science when Chet just walks away and he's like, "nice panties." <laughs> Chad, be cool. It's a joke, man. It's, a joke. it's not a joke. Yeah. It's not a joke. Women's panties. It's not a joke. <laughs> that's a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's such a better written version of this joke. Yeah, like he just like a nice dress. It's just a joke. <laughs> that's not a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and then, uh, so we're gonna establish something right here, and I think it's some of the best bits. Uh, it, it's very trauma of them is these announcements that keep coming over the loudspeaker at the school. Oh my God. Okay. So these announcements over the, 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 the school announcements over the intercom crack me up so fucking much because they are so subtle, but they are so fucking funny and they remind me so much of a maze that we had at the old place we used to work at called Zombie High, which was a high school overrun by zombies set in the 80s. And we had announcements that would play throughout the um, throughout the thing. And they were like this, but they were also like people that worked there's names that we were saying. But yes, this is one of the first ones that we get to hear. And it says, chess club has been canceled. Report to the library instead. And play with yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, there, there's a couple different ones. Uh, we can we could just kind of get them out of the way because they're just so good. Um, there's one about lunch lady mel- melanoma. Yes. And then she's <laughs> says, like. She's going. It says lunch lady melanoma is departing uh, for a new job. We uh, we wish her well at the toxic waste dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're so good because they come out of nowhere and they open up a, a completely new scene for each and every one. And I, I, I really appreciate them. Uh, we get a little bit of establishment at this point of who Mary Lou is, because for some reason, uh, the movie needs to remind us just in case we didn't watch the other ones. Yes. Right. And, but my question was, why are they acting like this is the first time that they've heard or seen anything about Mary Lou Maloney whatsoever? the principal was just talking about being like, there's no more murders. There's no more death. Like if you went to Hamilton high, would that not be like the first thing that you talk about? Like freshman year. It's like, Hey, remember when 40 years ago, a bunch of people fucking died. Well, This would only be three years later. 
not from when Mary Lou died. They're saying this is right. a mysterious, weird thing that happened, but they're talking about Mary Lou specifically. But I they're, would say, but they're referencing the reason why the the gymnasium was rebuilt is due to prom night two, is yeah, what they're but saying. Like, do people know that it was Mary Lou, or was Fool. that like a like a oh ghost? Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe oh ghost, and that's what he was talking about when he's like, you know what? There's no more earth shaking tremors. There's no more like hauntings or like he he straight up referenced it. That, like, that was the rumor. I guess that's true, yeah. Right? And so now we're three years later. So, like, the freshman class of when Mary Lou went on her first murderous rampage are now, it's now Alex. Yeah. You know? And how would you not know that? How would you not know that, that like, a mass murderer, uh, whether it be uh, real or, or supernatural, was taken and, and lighting people on fire uh, and came out of the body of another woman? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like uh, the witnesses say that, like, neon tubes were just shoved into people's <laughs> abdomens. Hell like, yeah. You know? Like, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who they are. But they're researching it. And that's one of those kind of weird things where you're like, what is the timeline? But at the same time, it's like, well, the principal sure as hell seems to know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. But my question there is literally being like, you guys are just now researching this? Yeah. Nah. Just like Pennywise and It when they're like, oh, the, a bad thing happened to this town? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that is, what, every 17 years in that? Yes. This is Mary Lou coming back to, like, fuck again after three. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, instead of It, it's just she. Come. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, Mary Lou... Uh, starts haunting Alex all the time. Alex is in class. There's a point where, uh, it, and this is what I said, like, it, this is very much Nightmare on Elm Street, especially the later series where, like, a lot of things started happening in the classrooms. Like, four for sure, I remember, was a lot of stuff where kids were, I know there's a blackboard thing where he takes his claws yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so... Every single time that Mary Lou addresses Alex in some sort of dream world that nobody else can see. Feels very, yeah. Very Freddy, which would make so much sense because at that point, what, 89, we were up to part four or five at that. I think Dream Child was 89. Yeah. Right? I do like this scene where Mary Lou proceeds to jack him off in class. <laughs> yep. And then... He, like, stands up yelling because he's being jacked off by a ghost. And everyone thinks he's, like, literally, like, dunking on the teacher. Because they cheer him on as he's like, stop that! And, like, <laughs> leaves the class. They're like, oh, Alex is fucking cool, man! Well, that's later. That's oh, that's later. The... That's yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and... that's when he fucks up the projector. Yes, yes when yes. they're watching the sex ed thing. Yes. Which would make more sense if he came there, honestly. <laughs> It's ectoplasm, I swear. <laughs> a ghost just came in here. <laughs> Guys, you all just got come on by a ghost. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Mary Lou, what a whore, right? No, but, no, no. <laughs> but this teacher in this scene where he's being jacked off is super mean to him. Um, this is uh, this is when he takes the test. Yes. And he zones out because he's being jacked off. And then it's literally like, turn in your test. Yes, this is young Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns in his test. This is important for him to pass. This is a bio. It's a biology test. He has to pass it to get a good grade so that he can get into med school. 
yada 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 um they cut over to uh him on the football field which shocked me like we already yeah i was like oh he's in band and on football but he's not very good apparently right because there's a thing that's brought up later by like the actual quarterback who says something that's hella funny because remind me of my time in high school he's like I say we change the rule that anyone that tries out gets on the team. I didn't know that there was just a council of kids who can do that. <laughs> who literally have the power to like set up uh, rules that discriminate against like. Well, you never people. seen Kid Nation? Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I was, I was very confused about Alex being in band and being on the football team because if there's two things that Lucas taught me was that one, like. Band kids and football kids do not mix. And two, that Charlie Sheen likes little boys. And, so, and three, <laughs> the love interest of your film should always be written as a 13-year-old girl until production tells you no. Fair. Have you heard about that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even Leia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> George, you got some explaining to do. You should explain it for everybody listening. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, this is sidebar about George Lucas. Um, if you haven't seen American Graffiti, good. It sucks. But it's also it was filmed in my hometown, believe it or not. But um, the love interest... So it sucks a lot. Yes. The quote-unquote love interest in that film um, is a 13-year-old girl. Um, she has a very weird relationship with him. Then you go on to Star Wars, where Leia was originally written to be a 13-year-old girl. And then you look at Howard the Duck where she is inexplicably young and it was originally written supposedly to be a 13-year-old girl and other things that he has written have had the female romantic lead be a 13-year-old girl and the male romantic lead be an adult. And then you look at the weird shit that happened with uh, the age swap in Phantom Menace to Clone Wars <laughs> or Attack of the Clones and you're like, George, is there something you want to tell us? No. 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 Fool, I was talking about Lucas the movie, by the way. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, the football high school movie? I thought you were talking about American Graffiti. That's why like I made this? the joke about Charlie Sheen liking little boys. Ah. That's apparently where he got the, the uh, Corey Haim. Oh. Yeah, Corey Feldman made that documentary, remember? And stole my tape. <laughs> Cut this. <laughs> Nah, we ain't cutting it. No, cut it. <laughs> I ain't listening to this shit anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's a football player, and it, he's not good, obviously. He's second string. Right. Uh, but while that's happening, uh, the teacher who's grading his biology test uh, gets a special uh, visit from Mary Lou. As he's writing F on yep. his paper, it's like, yeah, he didn't finish it. <laughs> That's an yeah, F. There was nothing on it. Yeah, it's empty. It was a complete empty paper. Like, well, I guess that's what happens when you get jacked off in class He's instead. Like, Alex, I need to see you after class. Oh, yes, professor. Um, what seems to be the problem? You turned in a blank test. Were you being jacked off by a 1950s ghost? Um, I, uh, I think it was 60s, but... Ah, <laughs> uh, I understand. Here, I'll give you an A. <laughs> and then this whole movie's conflict is over. Yeah. Um, um, Mary Lou has... It's a good excuse. Very, it's like my dog ate my homework. Yeah. My, my ghost my, jacked my me off. My dog was jacked by a ghost. <laughs> um, this... Mary Lou has very weird, weirdly thematic, but incorrectly themed kills 
where it's like, why is she a, a soda jerk? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> because she shows, she shows, shows up in the scene, and the teacher is kind of fat, but she's like, want some scoops of these? And she's an ice cream soda jerk. Never once has he been like, uh, like uh, in the middle of class was he teaching and was like, all right, class, so tomorrow you're going to be uh, biology, and I could really go for some ice cream yeah, right now. it's so out of nowhere. <laughs> but it is a cool kill because... She takes two ice cream cones and jams them through his hands and sticks them to the table. I just don't understand these themes. No, it's it's odd. It's it was like all right, fifties, fifties themes, fifties. Uh, uh, um, leather jacket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's odd. Yeah, because like there she is in a full like diner stand. Yep. There's actually like a classic car in the front of the stand, uh, and and she's got two ice cream cones. And I don't know about you, but I don't remember ice cream cones being that solid to go through human hands. Is it? It's a. Um. It's a. It's a drumstick. It got the ice cream. It's got the hard fudge at the bottom. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's reinforced. <laughs> and she jams them through his hands and sticks them to the table. And then he's stuck there. And then she proceeds to to kill him the rest of the way. Yep. And. The rest of the way means that once Alex discovers the body, once she's like, look, I did this all for you, he has been gutted. It's all for you, Damien. Exactly. Yeah. She has been gutted, and he has become a human, uh, in his torso, a human banana split. Full of Sunday, full of bananas. Which is such but a, what does that do for anybody? Which is such a weird thing about a, a later scene where we find out that Alex's dad loves making banana splits. Like for what? For what, what, no, no was reason. Was that the reason why <laughs> this guy was turned into a banana split? Just so his dad could make an, a joke that only one person in the room plus audience would be awkward about. Yeah, they're like, okay. Also, uh, when his dad makes that joke later, uh, there's just meat on the table. Yeah. <laughs> My world famous meat splits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but this is when um, that's just when I do a regular split. Uh, she proceeds to fuck him. Yes, and this is when you see her boobies. Uh, well, well, she not yet, not not prior to, because this is where she's trying to convince him that like, look, uh, basically all your dreams will come true. All you got to do is hide the bodies. I'll take care of you know t you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you good grades. You, whatever. You just got to hide the bodies and. He's not very like I can tell why he he did not pass biology or was never going to because he doesn't quite understand that bodies are going to rot and you yeah. shouldn't just hide them under the cabinet. Also, like I, nobody seems to miss this teacher. I wouldn't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, no like, one's like, where is he? He's gone for the rest of the day and then nobody ever questions where he is for the remainder of this movie, which seems to at least go on for two to three more days prior to the bodies being found. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, she convinces him, like, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the killing. You're going you're gonna, to uh, take care of the bodies. So he does. Uh, he takes the body out after going on a date with Sarah. He he keeps looking at his watch. She's pissed off at him, and 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 he he decides to. It's because he's worried. He's got a body to bury. Once everybody's gone home, he's for got the a night. body to bury and a load to blow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so he's burying a body, 
And this is where uh, this is where we get a really wild scene where Mary Lou is now going g- g- saying, I'm going to do a doctor theme now. I'm yeah, going to do she's a, a nurse. nurse. Yeah, yes. right? Now she's literally sexy nurse from Animaniacs. Yep, and they have sex. Yeah. This she's... is the only time you'll see boobies in this movie. Correct. She is teasing him. But this is one of those things where, like, this must have been, like, through the mind because he is digging the hole for the body while it's playing that they're having sex. Right. Uh, So it looks like he's just like fucking the dirt or whatever. Like you never see his, like when McGruber's having sex with his wife in the in the graveyard, but he's just humping her tombstone. Hey man, like if you can, if you, if you can get ghost snatch, I say get ghost snatch, right? But don't get ghost dad. He's a bad guy. Well, you'll just get (laughs) ghost snatched. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, it's one it's it's a victimless a victimless crime ghost snatch yeah oh shit yeah, yeah. only the, the ghost just wants you if you get ghost snatched your eyes go crossed that's what i learned from dan Aykroyd. that's all ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> i mean that is also what happened in um in a demon house oh yeah he got it's demon house right yes or... he got he his eyes got ghost snatched yes <laughs> fucking idiot i'm gonna kill myself with carbon monoxide poisoning to say it's a ghost so so you just watched that right yes so that's a revelation we we've talked about demon house before on the show right uh Explain to people your realization. Something that you you shocked me, where I was like, "What? Okay, that makes way more sense." For those of you that don't know what Ghost House is, it's a documentary. Demon House. Demon House by Zach Baggins Mm -hmm. of uh, Ghost Ghost Adventures. Adventures. It's this house in Cincinnati or something like that, where uh, people think they was possessed by the devil. Blah 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 blah. They find a bunch of weird shit. Everyone thinks it's possessed by the devil. He buys the house. Has an investigation done on it. A man literally comes in and says, there's a carbon monoxide leak in this house. Right? Zach Baggins like, there's a ghost. He goes in the house, <laughs> boards it up completely, airtight, essentially. In the night, has a hallucination. He gets angry while he's in the house. His eyes get fucked up. And he has permanent brain damage. And he thinks he was attacked by a demon. Now, those things I just said are all exactly what happens to you when you have prolonged carbon monoxide poisoning or you're just zach baggins or you're just zach baggins <laughs> permanent brain damage the carbon monoxide demon made me dress like this <laughs> <laughs> later on me and demon are gonna go see a ufc fight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um that's that's demon house don't check it out no don't no don't definitely don't check it but out check but out check out the haunted this. museum yeah yeah true check this out though guys because uh mary lou proceeds to sleep with Alex right on top of the um you know the uh, the Bunsen burner table yeah. in the science class like you said we get our we, we get our boobies and he says the doctor is in when he comes okay that's a that's a, that's I only have a problem with the timing of that line okay it because should have been when he's in exactly it should have been when he first got in there right yeah uh, got in there <laughs> Uh, it should have been the doctors in as soon as he he got in there and then maybe another line when he came. So poor timing on execution on that part, but still I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so next it's, it's a football game. And uh, somehow through weird ghost magic, Mary Lou convinces the coach to put 
Alex in as the quarterback. He takes the liter- the actual quarterback out and puts him in. Because she has mind possession like things. She get, she can do anything in she wants scene, to. We were introduced earlier, but in this scene we are shown a nerd, quote unquote, who is the hunkiest fucking nerd I have ever seen in a movie. This dude eventually will go to prom with Alex's girlfriend. Leonard? Leonard Walsh. Leonard Walsh! And this dude is hot as fuck. (laughs) Like, they just put nerd glasses on him. He's, like, ripped. (laughs) He's the one who catches the football and gets a touchdown, and everyone's like, yeah, Alex is the best. And now he's like, now he's the big popular guy. I thought Alex caught the touchdown. No, the nerd does. Really? Because Alex... How would Alex catch the touchdown if he's the quarterback? I did not. I I thought he was just in no, and then caught the touchdown. The oh, okay. But Alex is the hero. Yeah, because he's the quarterback. That's yeah. Well, usually they, they don't they listen. Put... Tom Brady kisses his kids on the mouth. That's what fair. are we talking about? That, that's fair. There are no rules. <laughs> there man. are no rules you, in football. You put up on the you put up on somebody on their shoulders that deserves it. Yes, you dunk your kids in. Uh, Gatorade after they give you a particularly sweet kiss on the lips. Well, I mean, you, you've got to kiss them on the lips to lick the Gatorade off. <laughs> so, yeah, but yes, Leonard Walsh, man, who is just straight up like a talented George McFly. Yes, he's attractive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. So, boom, Alex is popular. He's also on... Um, the honor roll yes and it's it, this scene reminds me of when uh when when rico looks up his grades in starship trooper and it's like bad and everyone can see it and laugh except this one he's like the top of his class now because he passed one class apparently that's all he needed well i think i think I she know, just hacked all, everything yeah. so then, you know because he is literally top of the entire grade yeah. which also that's not how grades work no like, you can get a 4.0 if you throw a good touchdown that is fair. Yes. I I mean I mean that's exactly what's going on in the entire NCAA. So <laughs> So this is when we get our 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 good old the old bitch uh counselor who's like, "What the fuck? This isn't right." It's fair. Rightfully so. Uh, ain't nobody playing any fucking war games today. Yeah, so she tries to go <laughs> and change it and this is when Mary Lou kills her in another very oddly themed kill. Okay, so this one at least is themed towards the classroom, and so will other deaths yes. start being themed towards the classroom in which she brings them in. This one still is odd because uh, she is put in a hairdresser's chair, in a, in a hairdryer chair. Because she goes into, what, fashion studies yes. or something? And then I was like, I didn't know fashion studies was a thing. Mary Lou straps her into this thing, and she's like, what's that smell? And she's like, battery acid. Huh? (laughs) Excuse me? Any kind of acid would have been better. They could have set her head on fire. They could have just said acid. And then she trips out. (laughs) (laughs) Battery acid. I just would have, it would have been cool if it turned on her head, like caught on fire. Anything. "Ah." Anything being like, you know what? That hairdo won't do. And then turns it on and yeah, lights her head on fire or something. she, She melts and dies. It's Okay. It's great, but you're right. You're absolutely right. It does not make any sense for what it is. It's she sits her down in one of those, uh, you know, hair dryers that you that you could put over your head for when you have what uh, a perm. 
right? That's a lot of what it was used for back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's so an e- it's, it's an even hair dryer. Carly in here to come explain to us what the <laughs> fuck it's for. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you're right. It's for an even uh, drying of the hair. Yeah. They put the skull cap on you and you, and you do the de- the deed, right? You're fucking it. You, you do. You do. <laughs> Many a time. Like, I was just like, I, I really would like a hair dry. I really like the heat. Yeah. <laughs> uh so but yeah battery acid i don't see how that applies Weird, it doesn't matter melts. no uh but yes yeah, she melts down and then uh alex comes in and uh and he confronts mary lou yes right so we had already previously established that the bully took care of 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 making sure that the council had all, tryouts yeah that doesn't matter though, right? Ever. That never no. goes past that. They never do have tryouts, right? No, and but it's more of like a way for him to muscle Alex. I think it's it's just to get like Leonard Walsh off the team. Yeah, it's like, dude, he caught the touchdown and he fucks. <laughs> this dude's cool. Right? I guess Alex tried out and he was fine. So he can I I don't know how he gets to the fashion industry's classroom, but there he is. Uh, Mary Lou's there and she's like, look, look what I did for you. This bitch was going to like ruin it all. And he's like, yo, stop. Yeah. He's like, stop (laughs) killing people. (laughs) Uh, because this is, and I, I just, um, I just want to play the clip because this is some of my favorite lines in the entire film. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Hi honey. Welcome home. I don't want any fucking pie. Would you stop killing people? Alex, it wasn't a person. It was a guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Just so, so fucking good. It, it's just, it's it's one of those moments where you're like, okay, we've gone past this being a horror. Now we're full on nonsensical comedy it's and it's fun. Honestly, it's, if you want to say Prom Night 2 is Nightmare on Elm Street, this is uh, Dream Warriors, Freddy. Like quips. This and... is this is like, yeah, Dream Dream Wars. I I don't know. Dream Wars is too good. <laughs> no, Dream Wars is good, but I'm saying like the quips wise. Right. I was gonna say this is fuck the time prime. But fuck time prime. <laughs> fuck the prime time bitch. You yeah, know, like, prime time bitch. I, now you're playing with power. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> like that's this because she has quips. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny and, and and yeah they are funny they and 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 that's what i have to say is that this film you know ron oliver wrote a decently funny script yeah absolutely so he's freaking out he's like please stop killing these people i have to deal with the bodies and so uh i guess he hides her and then and deals with the body later and he keeps burying him in the football field and then this is when he goes home and his dad's like yeah i got a phone call today you don't think he, I knew what you did? And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, right? He's like, on a roll is basically what he's like. But what would he expect the phone call to be? Like, do you think police just straight up are like, hey, yo, yo, um, before we catch him, your son buried bodies yeah, in the football right? field. Like, is Alex home? Uh, can I ask you speaking? Homicide police. We think he killed two teachers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what could he possibly suspect yeah. at this point? But, uh, of course, it's part of the bit. His dad's really proud of him for making the honor roll. But also, that's not how that works either. No. You just get your report card and you bring it home. 
No, you get. I think you get a. No, you don't. I've never. I was on the honor roll once in high school, and it was first semester senior year. Was it posted up on a billboard yes. like you just did auditions for a play? Actually, yes. What at a, at a at the first semesters at the end of the first semester, uh, we had an assembly, and they put every single person who was on honor roll with a three or hires name on posters all over the entire gymnasium. That's fucked up. I saw another. I wouldn't have been on those. God, it was my first semester of my senior <laughs> year. I promise you, I wasn't on any others. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, I still think it's 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 a bit odd, and I'm surprised that like that actually was. They a mailed thing. him a sticker too for his dad to put on his car. My son's ghost girlfriend kills teachers at <laughs> Hamilton High. My son gets jacked off for good grades. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put that on my car. That's insinuating something yeah, bad about that, me as a that parent. That is true. <laughs> but this one, they give him a motorcycle. And it's like, damn, that's a big present for being on the fucking honor roll. <laughs> yeah, it's it's odd, too, because, like, uh, he goes, oh, that'll get you across the country in one pl- one piece. And you're like, I don't think it will. Like, <laughs> I mean, I... He only probably just learned how to drive recently, yeah. right? <laughs> and how can you how can you put a bumper sticker on a motorcycle? You, you know, can't. you put can't. on the tire, but then it drives so fast, you can't see what it says. <laughs> um, yeah. So so his dad gives him that, and then uh, immediately Alex goes from like band geek or or football player to looking like the driller killer in in uh slumber party massacre too yes just straight up looks like the rockabilly leather clad killer in that movie that's kind of where i thought they were going but then they didn't oh let's buzz (laughs) but he immediately changes the way he looks and you think that that's going to be the change for the rest of the movie nah nah it's like this scene yeah yeah it's weird because it usually is where the main character would have a change and you'll need someone like i don't know say his girlfriend to come and bring him back from the deep end it's straight up like jesse and nightmare 2 and stuff like that Yeah, you know she kind of does um that's kind of her arc but not not in the way Mm -hmm. that you would expect like usually you would think by the end of this she has him under his like clutches and stuff. Yeah. Not really. No. This fool's ready to blow Mary Lou's head off before they even get the prom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I do have to bring it up because I think it is another great moment in this film. I'm just gonna play it. Alex. Can I talk to you a minute? Sure, Dad, what's up? Well, probably none of my business, but uh, we invited Sarah over tonight for the surprise. And she said she couldn't come. <laughs> Sounded pretty upset. You two fighting? Kind of. Well, it's... You just, you know... <laughs> I know what's going on. There's another woman, isn't there? <laughs> Don't worry. I won't say anything. Just be careful, that's all. There's some real man-killers out there. Believe me, after 20 years of marriage, I've had plenty of opportunities, plenty of them. I just uh, never did anything about it, that's all. 
Those kind of girls, you just fool around with them once, they turn on you, they rip your heart out, and show it to you, then they dance all over it with their spiked heels and then ram it down your throat. Take it easy, Dad. It goes right back to the whole thing. Like we said, it's not women be shopping, but women are cold. Yeah, yeah. Calculated, evil things, right? And it's not the last time we're going to get that with this film. So I, I just had to bring it up. I love it. I think it's super funny. It's well-written. And it comes out of left field. Yeah. From a character you did not get much from. No, no, not at all. Uh, but... It's just a really fun, funny moment. So this is when Alex heads to the school again. To He's going to bury the, the counselor in the football field. And he runs into Andrew, the football chud. And... Who I really thought was going to be a bigger role. No, he's just here for a, so far the coolest death in the movie. The wildest death. Okay, this is this is the kind of thing... Phantasm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because what happens is that Andrew is bullying uh, Alex. Alex is trying to bury the counselor's body on the field when he got caught by Andrew, and he's trying to play it off. And then uh, out of nowhere, Mary Lou shows up in a football uniform, and Andrew's like, is it Billy? Yeah. All right, let's play. Like, what? Nobody's like... Hey, it's like 11 o'clock at night and somebody else is in a full football uniform. Maybe I should question this a bit more. But he's like, now let's go out for a pass. But also, why is Andrew at the football field this late? Also a great question. You know what they say, late night football fields are homosexual hotbeds. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Just tap your cleat on another man's cleat and they know what's up <laughs> a little bit later at, at, at night. I'll tell you what, like I've I've huddled many a huddle and just had a little, a little tap tap, a little jerk jerk. <laughs> yeah. All right, blue forty two, blue forty two, hood hood, come. <laughs> right. Not my most clever, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, welcome to my world. <laughs> so it's okay. Uh, yeah, Andrew is like, oh yeah, I'll go out for a pass, and goes out for a pass, and gets gets a gets a drill. The football, the front of the football falls off drilled. and turns into a drill <laughs> and kills him. Straight up drills him into the field, into the goalpost. Goalposts. Then, I mean, it's the kind of movie where I, we can't linger on this too long because it's just Mary Lou's crazy spells because, and, and stuff. It's also like we can't linger on it for too long because the movie doesn't either. No, the you, movie's just like, you're right. yeah, he's dead anyway, next. You're right. And Alex is just like, Mary Lou, you gotta stop this. And she's like, this is how I get my kicks. I think it is. Yeah. I'm really sure it is, honestly. <laughs> what if Mary Lou and her relationship with Alex is actually a larger metaphor for his impotence with his girlfriend? Hmm. Just like Nightmare 2. So you're seeing that Alex might swing the other way? No, that he just can't get it up. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it is the last kiss. Because when she's like... Let's... Which... Wait, okay, wait. Hold on. Let's go back there for a second. I just said it. When does the last kiss happen in this movie? At the end. For, with, for, for Mary Lou? Yeah. All right. I made that up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like I don't remember that happening either. So this is when... You know, this entire time, Sarah and Alex have been having problems with their relationship, problems coming up, and Leonard, the big nerd, big fucking hunk of a nerd, 
has already asked her to prom. Well, this is where I got confused, too, because I don't remember hearing Leonard's name and who, who he was prior to this. When Alex is like, take me to prom, and she goes, I'm sorry, Leonard Walsh already asked me. And everybody is just like, Leonard Walsh, Leonard Walsh, New York City. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Leonard Walsh? Is he good? Is he bad? Like, I did not understand. Right? I, I think people were excited for him, right? But when she's like, I haven't act, I mean, I haven't said yes yet. Yeah. And and everybody, uh, like, as she walks away, people are just like, yeah, Alex, you still gonna bone. Why is everybody so, I don't, this movie has not taken the chance. Remember when you said it doesn't stop to breathe on any of these moments? No. It also doesn't take the chance to establish why everybody likes him. Yeah, why it's... he's the Ferris Bueller of the school out of nowhere just because he is valedictorian? He is kind of an That's asshole. Usually so maybe not. he is the Ferris Bueller. He is an asshole. He is. He's just. He is. Alex is the type of character that you write as the friend, the jokey friend of the romantic lead in a film. You mean the friend in Freddy Two or Nightmare Two? Freddy's Revenge. Well, he's not jokey. He's he's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that's him in Weird Science. Yes, yeah. <laughs> when I was watching it the other night, I was like, oh! Yep. Uh, more of... Um, uh, well, you hadn't seen he would be Class of like High Night. 1, Fright Night, Evil Ed. Evil Ed. Yeah. He would be Evil Ed. I would take that. Sure. <laughs> he's he he's more the guy in Prom Night 2 that was rigging the, the elections. Yep. That was also doing the speech of being like, in the annals of history. And, and it was like, haha, they're supposed to be funny. Um, so... Yeah, this is when they go to sex ed class. And I didn't know that you only go to one class a day at this high school. <laughs> it's 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 really progressive. You just make sure that, like, you take eight hours of a class and then you only have to do it for, like, what? A week? Two weeks tops? Yeah. Like, you're good. Yeah. That's all you need to learn about sex ed anyway, right? This, I love this portion of the movie uh they watch a sex ed film that very well could have just been a porno because it's like explicit well the, it starts off i love how it starts off he's like her name well it doesn't matter her name yeah. is jane doe right and you're like all right so what are we gonna do what are we gonna deal with here and it it shows mary lou uh the In actress person gangbang it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She, they literally are like, this is Jane Doe. And this is what her life was like. It's it's literally a parody on um, on uh, the marijuana films from back in the yeah, day. Like that kind of madness stuff. Reefer Madness. Yeah. Yep. Where, where they're like, loose women in fast cars. Yes. Yeah. They're like, look at her. She's from a small Midwestern town. And, and, the, and I love the line. They're like, for her. It was already too late. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, she literally just touched down. But she, they, 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 and I was like, what is this message that they're trying to portray? That literally, if you go to LA and you try to find an apartment, then within a week, you're straight up banging everybody in the apartment's lobby? I mean, that's the video documentaries I've seen on the internet are telling me. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, property sex. Um... <laughs> backroom casting couch that is fair yeah so, yeah um <laughs> she starts talking to alex through the tv or through the projector and he freaks out and stops the projector and this is when everyone cheers for him because he burns the film and he leaves um 
Yes. <laughs> I, I, just, I got lost this time. No, it's okay because at, at that point, uh, it is where the film takes another quick left turn and decides to introduce detectives on the scene. Yes, because uh, people have been missing from the school. And it's in, it's weird because they're like, people have been missing from the school. Probably that guy, Alex. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> they're just like, it's him. I mean, it is suspicious when a guy just goes from not passing to, to, passing. to being Belle Victorian. And the t- two people who hated him at school, three people are dead. That is fair. That's very fair. So they question him. Somehow, out of everything that this film got, it got the rights to the dragnet theme. Yeah, when they show up. For a joke. Yeah. Just for a joke. I, I You could have spent a little bit more on something here or there. I did not need the dragnet theme. No. It is maybe the le- least funny joke. Yeah. But they're wearing trench coats and they're questioning it. These guys aren't that funny. No, they're not. They don't really do much. I would have preferred to see it laid out in a different way where these characters were never introduced and they just... Because the way that they find the bodies is that the f- football field is going to be resodded. This is my favorite, like, sight gag in the film, is that uh, as as they're driving away from the high school, another truck pulls up into frame, and on the door, it says, Bob Sod, high school football fields are our specialty. <laughs> it's so... There's... Okay... This, the no. jokes in this movie remind me so much of, like, not another teen movie jokes that, like, it just, it's so fucking good because they knew what they were doing. They were making fun of teen movies. They knew, they knew exactly that if they just showed, like, uh, uh, if if they would have went for the be- the 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 thing of having it being dialogue and being like oh you know like you you kids can't we can't practice today because the the school's being resodded or something or the f- football field's being redone you know then that's the obvious this one somehow in its more obvious of showing it is actually the right way to it's do so it it's so fucking funny it, it it for those of you at home that are only listening, yes, it it just says Bob Sod and then high school field are our specialty. As it as if the film itself was like, yeah, if we just put Bob Sod, they're not gonna know what what we're like hinting towards. Yeah. We've really gotta lean into it, and it works. I I laughed out loud. The film works. I will say that it is it a B movie. Absolutely. Yes. But is it a bad movie? I don't know. We'll see at the end of All this right. review. So, um, so yeah, Sarah goes on a date with Leonard. Which is weird. Okay, somebody asks you to prom, you don't go on a date with them. I mean, if you don't know them, you want to get to know them. Maybe. And they're a big, hunky, hogcock nerd. But you've had four years to get to know them. Yeah, but he's a hunk. He, okay. So, they're resawing the field. They find bodies. Um, I think he kind of looks like like the nerdy guy from the the Police Academy sequels. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, one that Bobcat's just screaming at the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? So, <laughs> we forgot to mention that uh, Alex has a sister. Um, him and her have an oddly incestuous relationship. That's, yeah, it's playful. She, and she looks just like Sarah, but his girlfriend. It's like a weird playful because she sits, she straddles his groin at one point when he's laying in bed in the film. Okay. Um, yeah, but I'm, I might have forgot that. But yes, yeah. this is kind of like the scene in Nightmare 2 where uh, he's he goes to his friend Shane, basically be like, you need to keep me in your house and watch me. 
so that nothing happens, right? So Alex goes to Shane's house, and they're hanging out, and he tells him everything that's going on. He tells him that that uh, Mary Lou has killed the three people that they found on the field. He explains everything that yeah. we've done throughout this whole movie. Yes. But, but somehow Shane's like, all right, I believe you. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so Why? Because Shane saw that one article in the library? Yeah. So then this is when all of a sudden Alex's sister is going to have a point in the film? Just shows up. Because Alex up is to Shane's dead house. asleep. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know this. I didn't know this. Shane is a uh, pedophile because he's really into this 12-year-old girl. I don't think she's 12 years old, fool. <laughs> she's younger than them. Uh, I don't know. The way they have her dressed, done up at least, I think she might be a year younger than Alex. That's still not okay. <laughs> but but that doesn't make him a pe- He's the same age. That mm. would make us pedophiles if we hooked up in high school with another high school chick. I thought you were going to say, if you and me hooked up in high school, like, yeah, you would be a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess. No, you're 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 overthinking it. I thought she's way younger. They nah. play her off as way younger. No, nah, she's she looks just like any of the Heather's and Heather's. Like she straight up like is looking like late mm. '80s, early well, '90s anyway, high school girl. You besides know? whether or not Shane is a she's pedophile got that suit or jacket not, on. she comes in and she takes off her jacket. And is all sexy, and he's like basically just like, oh god. Yeah, he's down, man. Yeah. He's absolutely down. And then she says to him, "You have a big heart. You want to see it?" And to be completely honest, this is like my favorite kill in the movie, only because of how fucking shocked I was that it happened. Because she punches his heart out of his chest through his back through the couch. Right. The way you're explaining it makes it seem like she asked the question and like he was like, huh? No, 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 no. She says it's, it as she's doing you, it. You have, because because he he's sitting there saying he cares about Alex. She's like, you have such a kind heart. You want to see it? Pow! Yeah, and yeah. It's bloody and dripping and it's like rips it's, the couch. It's yep. sick. Because he's sitting on the couch. He goes through his chest through and the heart punches out the backside of the couch. And now we have two fucking killers in this movie. <laughs> You're right. No, we actually are introduced to another Wishmaster element of Mary Lou, which is that she can disguise herself as people. Because she is the sister. And that's what I was confused as, too, because Mary Lou was into possession before. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, she possessed the sister. That's cool. And no, not so much. No. That's not what happens here. And then we get this weird hip-hop okay. American okay. woman. Hold on, man. Hold on. Out of nowhere, <laughs> right? Because now... The cops found the bodies on the on the field. They found the three other bodies. I'm sure Alex's fingerprints were all over the place, right? They get to Shane's house. They find that body, and then they're straight up like, yep, Alex is our killer, right? And Alex knows the cops are coming too. So he proceeds to arm himself to the teeth with his father's shotguns that we did establish that his father has because he was cleaning them in that monologue that yeah, we played. Yeah, which is a weird, like, what? <laughs> that was a weird way of introducing that his dad has guns. Right? But he proceeds to do, like, where, you know, you get the shots of, like, bullets going into shotguns. The but it's this <laughs> weird, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. American woman! You know, you've got scratches. You've got... It's so 90s. Woman. Yeah. Yeah, right? While he's just like, you know, like bandolier across his chest and everything. And then he proceeds to have a shootout with not Mary Lou, the cops. Yes. 
Yep, straight up like shoots uh, through the door and the cops just shoot open back. Open fire. And you know what? At first I was thinking that they were going to open fire without him shooting and I thought that was going to be more realistic. No. But no, he did indeed shoot first. And this I was is like, Canada, All right. remember? You're right. That is fair. They had to get off their horses before they fired. <laughs> um, and they were too busy hassling the indigenous people of the land to really arrest a white guy. Damn. <laughs> uh, so uh, they arrest Alex, and Alex goes to jail. Straight up goes to jail. Yeah, and then we get another weird nightmare on Elm Street thing because she, Mary Lou shows up, and he's like, guards, guards! And she proceeds to walk through the bars. Yeah, like Freddy does in Nightmare on Elm Street. Straight up, right through those bars, right like she he, she's a T one thousand, like like Wishmaster does through that glass window. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and this is the part of the movie where I really did have to go like, yo, when's the prom? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this movie's called prom night and I'm not sure when that night is. I literally thought maybe the prom wasn't going to happen. Cause I'm like, this fool's in jail. <laughs> like we're good. What if the like, movie just ended like that? <laughs> jail. American woman. <laughs> <laughs> Women be framing you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she comes in and then like Alex is just done with her. Yeah. She's still obsessed with him. He is done. He doesn't want anything to do with her. Um, he calls guards uh, to, to, to help him. And then she just straight up electric eye socket like fries two other guards. Yeah, they, she shoots laser beams out of her eyes. Another power. Yeah. I, uh, there is no limit to how much this ghost gets down. No. In every single way, shape, and form. She literally has every power of the two ghosts from She's... Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're talking about Vigo and what? Janos, his henchman? No, the little like the little uh the electrocution ghost from the from the court scene. Oh, so the Fratelli brothers. Yeah, the Fratelli brothers. <laughs> Scaleri brothers. The Scaleris, yes, yes yeah. that's them. Fratelli brothers. That's, that's, that's Goonies. That's the Goonies, yeah. <laughs> they also had powers. You have no idea. Joe Pant, he had powers. <laughs> you just didn't see him in the Goonies movie. <laughs> God damn it. But um, yes, um, this is also where, like, this this is one of my favorite scenes for for many reasons. One being a big flub on the crew, but um, meanwhile Alex is arrested in prison, and um, uh, Sarah's mom is like, "You have to go to prom." She she goes, <laughs> "I order you to go to prom." Meanwhile, this line was such a good line that the boom mic operator was busting up behind the camera and dips the mic into the yes, scene. You saw it, right? Yeah, yes, multiple yeah. times it dips and it comes out and it dips again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's the only part in the film that has a flub like this. It's odd. Yeah, honestly. it's really weird. They're like, oh, we didn't get a second tape, and we never saw George do it in the first place, so just keep it in. You could have cropped it. So you could have cropped it. Here answers your big question. It's prom. Yeah, right. Yeah, it happened. Like, I was five minutes off from yeah. being like, when's prom? Leonard takes Sarah. Um, this is when Alex hijacks a police vehicle with like a doofy cop, Officer Doofy. Okay, yeah, yeah. He straight up he hijacks him like just like the the kid in Friday, the final Friday, like hijacks uh the the kind of bumbling yes, guy in yeah, that yeah, yeah. too, right? There's so many correlations to other films that are right along the same stupid time cop frame. off. 
yeah. this cop versus that cop from Friday the 13th versus the two cops from uh, Halloween, Halloween 5. five. Yeah. Yep. yeah, with that stupid ass music. Straight up bulk and skull if they were cops, <laughs> which they were cops. If you watch the Power Rangers like later years, yeah. they became cops. <laughs> So, which I guess that is just an analogy for real life. Yeah. The cops are the monsters. <laughs> oh, I, I was talking about bullies that grew up oh, to be that cops. Too. It's like Scooby-Doo where all the villains are old white men. They are, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> um, so, Alex Steele... We got away with it. It was pretty stinking Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> Rox, this guy's an idiot. Rack lives matter. <laughs> Which they do, folks. <laughs> Jesus I just Christ. need to put that out there. I just, it was just a dog voice. <laughs> <Whew>, okay. <laughs> it's getting hot in this studio. Um, so the, Alex steals the cop car. He's with the police officer. And he explains to him Mary Lou... And this is when he says, she's not a woman. She's a demon. To which Officer Doofy says, aren't they all? Which is, again, it's like, women be hurting you. <laughs> women be bitches. Um, so, at the prom, Sarah goes to the bathroom. And Leonard goes with her. And then is enticed into a classroom where he's going to literally stick his penis in a computer. He is so turned on by this giant supercomputer. Like, oh, hello. Dude, dude, he saw the supercomputer, and I'm sorry, he's not going to be able to go back out to prom. I wonder if you could print out a binary image of porn for me. <laughs> it's like a bunch of ones and zeros and spaces that make zero, out zero, a zero, one, zero, one, 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 zero, 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 one. Uh, I have arrived. <laughs> I have arrived. Open your floppy port. <laughs> this is the laziest kill it because is, we never gets, see it. Yeah, he just dies. Somehow. I guess he got reeled reeled. Yeah, I guess. Magnetic taped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But he's when he is discovered, he is wrapped up in the reel to reel of the binary machine. Yeah. And we don't know exactly what happened to him. But yes, he's dead. It doesn't matter. Now this is crazy. This movie takes in an, a complete 180 on who our hero is because Sarah takes the mantle and this becomes Friday to I mean uh nightmare two again yes because she's like I'm gonna save my man and gets a flamethrower in a out of nowhere okay. so uh, but uh, before before that happens she is the one that finds Leonard yes right and another great line. Oh, yes. <laughs> she goes, she sees Mary Lou. Mary Lou reveals herself to her because Mary Lou is pissed. She actually left Alex in the jail cell and left the key that she magically created for him to open yeah. the jail cell. Like, disappeared and was like, fuck you. I'm going to go kill your girl then if you don't want me. Right? So she was on the, the hunt for the her. The warpath. Right? Um, there hasn't been any establishment from Mary Lou that she indeed once prom night to happen or be his prom date or anything yeah. prom night is kind of just coincidental it's that's a happening device yeah. right uh but she reveals herself to sarah and sarah goes who are you another great line you silly bitch <laughs> i'm the other woman so good love it 
love it because Sarah didn't know. Yeah. You know, so now she has to deal with whatever that means for her. And, and then at that point, Mary Lou like goes up onto the stage at prom. Yeah. And, um, she's gonna, she's gonna fight Sarah. Sarah has like, uh, she, oh, she doesn't have a flamethrower yet. No, she doesn't have a flamethrower yet no. at all yet. But, this is when Alex... But guys, she has a flamethrower in this yeah, film. Yes. Okay. Very Night of the Creeps. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sh- this is when Alex shows up, basically being like, hey, she's not who you want. You want me. Right. And then proceeds to go to... Uh, hell? Hell is under the gym. A portal opens up, guys, on the stage where she was about to be co- crowned queen or something. Uh, and 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 they they go down into the hole and Sarah before the hole closes up is like I'm going to now to be completely honest this entire setting is fucking awesome I love the way that the school looks in this hell scene I was really glad too by the way that I thought they weren't going to do it but they did they use the same line that the other movies use it's not who you come with it's who you go home with yep Right. Loved it because I was actually getting to a point like I was with saying like, oh, when's prom was another thing about like, where's the line? Yeah. You know, because when they go to school hell, it's so fucking cool. And then she runs into Shane down there who she tries to shoot with a gun and he shoots himself and it's just like. Well, you think you're gonna hurt us down here? It's hell. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. He blows his own brains out just to prove that point. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh shit!" So somehow hell has a flamethrower, which I mean, I guess yes, of course, Satan would have a flamethrower. A flamethrower in auto shop. Yes, that's where she gets it. Well, that's the thing is like that 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 hell high school is no different. It's like mirrored to your own high school, just like torn up and overgrown but it looks yeah. cool i really like it i no, do really like i, I can't scene. disagree with you it's and just this is where mary like, lou escaped from right that's the same place okay so who are all the other line dancing zombie girls they're in the, the people beginning who dan- who, they're the people who died at mary Lou's hamilton Prom. yeah I, yeah that'd be nice it is i would take that. i think that's what it is okay so she goes in to kill mary lou with this flamethrower and a zombie just conveniently like clips the 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 hose so the flamethrower doesn't work anymore okay but so so what's happening here is that mary lou wants alex to be her forever prom king yeah right and every other person now that's like zombie are the the people and and we're in like zombie hell version of the auditorium now yeah right and everybody's there and they're looking at him and there's i don't quite understand why his crown has a drill inside of it to drill his skull. So he's a zombie because he's not dead yet. Let's well, just kill him. What's a, what? What is with this ovary? <laughs> but but here is the most missed opportunity I think of the entire film is to 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 have this line right. Sarah has this flamethrower. It's great, right? The, uh, she's there saying like, "Give give my boyfriend back," or you know, I got a fl- flamethrower pointed pointed at you. Right. And um, and Mary Lou goes like, 
<laughs> you know, don't be mad. I stole your man. And she go and and a line that she had said earlier. Every single time Alex was doing something stupid, and she got mad, she would wind up the next day. Uh, we didn't cookies. baking cookies, right? And she says, "I don't get mad. I bake." And she says it here, and then she should have just pulled the trigger, and it should have worked. But it was conveniently unhooked. I, I'm just saying, yeah. it's a missed opportunity. But because that's your I, line. I, that's your that's your Arnold moment. That's your line to like finish her off. Freeze. Um, right. I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> My Jeez. thing is, I actually really like the ending of this movie, so I'm down with what happens. You're okay because yeah. I'm. I I I don't like that they give her a secondary follow up line. I like no. I like what happens. Okay. Because then so, you go for it. Because I'm not. I I'm a fan of this moment right here. I don't get mad. I bake and then burn the shit out of her like what happened like i feel like the only way to kill her would be to do the thing that killed her in the first place that would feel good as people are going to learn as we talk about the ending mary lou you don't kill mary lou i mean fair so she they they get away and they go to the auto shop and they get in a car and they're trying to start the car they're surrounded by zombies somehow sarah knows how to hotwire that's not important but you missed how they killed her that you missed how they killed Mary Lou. So she also happens to have a propane torch as yes, well. It blows it blows up her boobies. Right. She stuffs she somehow gets it's Alex. The propane torch from her flamethrower that she shoved like a thing into light like a bomb. Right, because Alex was strapped down to like an electric chair, basically, yeah. and she got him out and then strapped her down in place. And right? then shoved it in her boobies. Which I'm confused. It's the same kind of confusion as like the rules of Freddy sometimes, where you're like, wait, he's He's the dream master. But I think you know, in like, hell, she doesn't have the same powers because I, I'm, that's what I'm just going to say. I'm going to call bullshit on that because, like, she was able to create, like, an electric chair out of nowhere and a drill no, press. Me. She didn't make that. That's hell, man. That's hell prom. Fair. I, I mean, I did attend one hell prom when I was a sophomore, and, you know, it did have a drill. I, I attended a couple hell proms, but those were in the real world with my ex-girlfriend. Zing! <laughs> Women <Man>. be hurting <laughs> you. She's definitely listening. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the auto shop. They get in a car. It won't start. Sarah knows how to hot, hot wire. They hot wire it. They start driving. And it's then, really convenient that she knows that. Yeah, it's weird because it's never talked about before. <laughs> Do you know how to hotwire hell cars? Yeah. So she, they pull out of the zombies and there's Mary Lou standing in front of them. They accelerate forward and get teleported out of hell. Okay. To which they show up at a, at like a, at a diner. Well, they, they go, oh my God, we're back home. How do you know you're home and not still in like hell dreamland? Right. Which also they're going they they go through an imaginary wall very, very much like uh, for sure uh, Nightmare Six, like the final one. Yes. Where like he can literally stick his hand into the real world and stuff like that. So they show up at this like 50s diner and they're like, we did it. And then Alex like, I'm going to call my parents, goes to a phone and he goes to put a quarter in and he goes, ah, goes back to Sarah. He's like, do you have a dime? And that's your first instant of like, what the fuck? Why is it a dime? Okay, so I, I, I'm curious about this is like why they couldn't. They already were at the diner. You needed to film one additional scene that established that the diner exists in their world too. For them not to be like, why the fuck are we at a 50s diner right now? 
Uh, I think they're just more like, oh my god, we're out, and I they're think, just excited. <laughs> I actually think they're more like, we gotta end this. Yes. <laughs> so he goes to ask Sarah for a, a dime, and Mary Lou fucking kills her. <laughs> just, she's sitting in the back, and she does another, but this time backwards heart yep. uh, uh, through the chest, right through the chair. And she's basically like, Alice, you're never gonna get away from me. And then basically, we're we're told we're shown he's in hell, like. He's stuck forever. Well, I thought it was weird that they didn't question the fact that they drove out of hell in a classic car and were able to keep the car. Hey, that's just winning. That is the rules of hell. You're yeah, right. It's like the price is right. Yeah. But yeah. you have to pay the taxes on the car. <laughs> and they're hell. <laughs> so, yeah, he just laughs as the camera cranes up and you realize that he's still in hell. Like, that's it. We don't know what happens. At least he's there with a hot 50s chick, though. How does people explain what they saw as as three people went to hell? Listen, they've already explained that the school has weird shit that they're not going to talk about. You're right. <laughs> um. Well, that's the end. Credits roll. What'd you think? I liked this a lot. A lot. I'm so excited to say what I'm going to say because I haven't said it in so fucking long. I'm going to give this a Jaws. Okay. I haven't, we haven't, and maybe it's more, it's definitely not as good as Mary Lou, which we did give a Jaws. We did? But, yeah. Okay. But I feel like this merits it. And and also, there may be a little element of like, God, we've watched so much bad shit lately that's been just like so fucking bad Mm -hmm. that this is elevated. But I'm going to, I'm going to say this is a Jaws. It's not as good as Mary Lou. Don't, don't, like, this is not as good, but it still has its merits. It's exciting throughout the whole time. The kills are fun. Mary Lou is fun. The story is fun. There's some weird parts to it, but hey, it's a B movie. I'm going to give it a Jaws. I'm going to go two because, uh, uh, not two as in T-O, I'm going to say Jaws 2. And the reason for that is that I can't put Mary Lou Prom Night 2 side by side they're completely different entities for one and 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 when it comes to like ranking them in the franchise like this is if mary lou is jaws one this has got to be jaws two and then i'm assuming four is definitely four you know i I can see that i'm just saying this this because i find i find prom night one very boring i would go on to jaws three on prom night one this is good and it has its own merits and i just think that it's unfair to put it in a like it's not as good as what i wouldn't want to put it as a one because i gave number one a one but like it's still a one it's still jaws because it's still good it still has its merits it's still a fun movie to watch it wasn't really boring it's not as good as as mary lou but just because you give mary lou a jaws doesn't mean that this can't be a jaws as well i guess um and this is us defining what what the scale is as always right for me is that uh Another part of it is rewatchability. I would rewatch this. I would rewatch we rewatch it, but would I rave about it like I have Mary Lou for years at this point? No. I would put it I would say you need to watch both. I yeah, you need to figure out what happened to Mary. Yeah. There's something about her. <laughs> oh yeah so i'm still gonna go with jaws too just just due to the fact that like i can't i can't say that like oh you gotta watch this like it's yeah definitely watch it but not like 
stop what you're doing and go do it right now. Yeah. I would do that for Mary Lou any get any day of the week. Um, but this one was a blast. I enjoyed it. I would a hundred percent recommend it. Yeah, I would recommend it too. I forgot to mention that, but and, obviously. And um yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely the level that, that I I think we're we're definitely in sync there. So that's what we thought about it, but there's still a couple people that we need to hear from. So first up on that list is the person has to sit through all these movies with Tyler. This is what did Carly think? She loved this movie. She was equally as shocked by the back of that man's ball sack as I was as well, because <laughs> that was fucking crazy to her. But she loved it. She had a good time. Um, she really liked Mary Lou as well. So uh, this was just a nice little continuation of that whole thing for her. She like you mean the first one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched this alone, so I I got nothing else. Uh, I got nobody else to have an opinion about this film with. Uh, but uh, we're gonna move on to those who do have an extremely strong opinion. These people, they care about this film, or sometimes they hate it just enough to write a review. This is Gimme Five. Five and ten star reviews pulled from Amazon and IMDb. What do we got? We got a mixture of both today? We have got a mixture of both because this movie doesn't really exist in the digital sphere. So, um... Uh, yeah, it's like a physical sphere that just rolls around with Prom Night 3. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I've seen it. Yeah, I've, I, it's scary. Yeah. It's like the Critter's Ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a mix of IMDb and... Uh, and Amazon. Okay, for those who are new listeners, Tyler finds these reviews. I've never seen them. I've never never read them. Cut me some slack, guys. Sometimes they're a little rough. This first one's written by Minxy Moo. Uh, written back in 2002. Titled, in part three, the good-looking boys and girls come out to play. Okay. I... I'll still be the first to say that, like, Mary Lou was gorgeous in that second movie. And so was this hunky, hunky nerd in this movie. Uh, okay. <laughs> 80s horror movies, what we would do with, what will we do without them? Horror movies since the 80s have lost the gore and no budget effects that made them enjoyable to watch. Prom Night 3 achieves everything you could possibly want in a horror movie. Good-looking guys and girls. And did I mention the good-looking guys? <laughs> did Jarrett write this review? <laughs> um, Dylan Neal stars in this movie. And if he's not... If, if he's hot now, he was certainly smoldering then. The movie does have a certain budget look to it. That's Canada. <laughs> uh, but the story is straightforward and enjoyable, not to mention some of the best death scenes ever. I would really recommend this movie. I would suggest inviting a few mates over so you can have a laugh with the death scenes. Positively gory, but very well done. Enjoy. Okay. All right. Not all five-star reviews are hilarious. <laughs> this person wanted to fuck every guy in this movie. That is fair. But, I mean, I don't know who. I mean, Minxie Moo, it's probably a lady. 
Or it's Jared. It is Jared. It probably is. It probably is. Uh, this next one's written by Sexy Love. Damn, people are horny for <laughs> yeah. Prom Night 3. It's the last kiss they're going to get. I get it. Commonly bought together. Lube and a dildo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Prom Night 3. Uh, titled, Both Are Fun and Good Flicks. What you need to remember is... Prom Night 3, the only way to get it right now on DVD is in a double pack with It and Prom Night 4. Damn, so this person was solidly recommending Part 4 is what you're saying? Uh, just read the review. Okay, okay, okay. Written back in 2005, Prom Night 3 is awesome, has a hot, sexy cast, and the story is the same as Prom Night 2. Eh, all right. Mary Lou is back in action killing students and teachers again, but this time she's in love with Zach Gilligan. <laughs> Gillian. It's not. It's not, <laughs> but it, it does, damn. It does look like They him. straight up took a joke we should have made an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I didn't make it because I knew this review was here. <laughs> uh, Prom Night 3 is a five-star movie, and as far as the other one, I would have to give it a four star. It wasn't as good as the other one. Check them out. <laughs> All right. I I want people to either be like extremely passionate or like just straight up pissed that they saw a movie. That's my favorite kind of reviews. You know what? Go ahead and just skip this one. It's not skip that funny it? and it's hella long. All right. All right. So we've got, what, one more here? Yeah. Written by... Ken Masek, titled Five Stars. And uh, it was written in 2014. It goes on to say, Wife likes it. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> My wife! <laughs> Women be buying prom night three. My wife has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every single bitch wife that thinks these guys are honky. <laughs> this movie is very male um centric. It has a very strong male gaze in it. Uh a lot of the a lot of the men are the focus. You see the back of the guy's balls and all that shit, you know. So it's very interesting. I agree. I agree until it takes a, a turn for the I got to save my man and he's not the hero anymore or, yeah. or the main focus well, whatsoever. That is, a, that is a female centric like thing there. That is to fair. Make her the, the you know, the, the winner. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it here for us at Bombs Away. Thank you so much. We really hope you enjoyed uh, prom night. Three. Thank you. Thank you for those who are your loyal listeners. Uh, sorry for the little delay. We are back. Yes. Um, I think it was a very uh, necessary delay while things were going on yeah. around the world. Just take a back seat and um, and and just said, let's let's just be quiet for a bit. Yeah, it's unlike a lot of Americans out there. Jonathan and I figured <laughs> maybe it's time for two white guys to just shut the fuck up for a little while. Right. Especially because if you're a loyal follower, you were like, hey, where's going bananas? Where's uh, where's wh undercover brother? Yeah. You know, we decided I, we're going to sit those ones out for a little bit. I figure you guys can figure out what happened to them. But um, on that topic, we just want to say, I know we addressed it in a joking manner earlier, but we just want to say absolutely 150 million fucking percent black lives do matter. It's it's time. It's, 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 it's far past time that uh, we in this country and we around the world acknowledge that and understand that there are disadvantages um, of being dark skinned in this country around the world. 
And we as white people with a voice and with privilege need to understand that it is our duty to stand up and help in any way that we can and learn and understand that it is our duty as people with privilege to use that privilege to educate, to assist, and to learn from everything that is going on right now. Absolutely. We stand by everyone who is out there protesting. We stand by with everyone who is doing everything that they can to make sure that uh, things like this stop and um, accountability is, is, is pushed and that we can find strong police reform um, and we can learn from everything that's going on. I couldn't have said it better. I know I couldn't. You have probably couldn't have. No, I would have rambled over it. Would have been way too long. And and uh, but absolutely, your sentiments are my sentiments. A hundred percent. For those of you who have been kind of following the Instagram accounts and and thus all the other social media accounts, you see that we've been posting a lot more, uh, trying to educate, trying to do uh, our part because we do feel like we do have a voice. Uh, no matter how many or how little listeners that we do or do not have, we feel like it is our responsibility to make sure that, uh, as you say, education and light is being shined on these very extremely important social issues right now. And also, I just want to say from a very near and dear um, sympathetic part of my heart if you don't understand what's going on fuck you I don't care <laughs> so you know if you're upset that we said that you know what there's a million other chud podcasts out there you can listen to that's right so I, you know what eventually we're gonna say the only podcast that's progressive <laughs> <laughs> the only bad movie podcast that's also progressive yes that's not true there's I know a couple a people out there others, that are sure. that equally share our thoughts and our yeah. voice and um uh, uh, join join the fold join the discussion there's a lot to still be discussed and uh i do welcome anybody who has questions uh you know still about being like hey how can i help how can yeah. i donate uh, anything write to us uh, regardless of this situation write to us i want to hear from people that's another thing i would love to read anybody who writes to us who's like you can share a letter uh on the air uh, start doing that as well i would love to like hear what you guys have to say on on the movies that we take i know that uh we had some new requests Coming oh, up, shit. somebody uh, just recently requested uh, uh, Carrie, and, and I'm like, mm, maybe not the original, but definitely the remake. I would. They they suggested Carrie original, Carrie 1990, and Carrie like remake. Didn't I didn't know. We do we did Carrie two? Uh huh. The Rage. Now yeah. that one is another one I'd love to redo with you. And then you we know? can do Carrie the remake. Yeah. So. Guys, we are watching, we are listening to the requests, and we are trying our best to make sure that they happen. Because if there's a listener out there who's like, that's what I want to hear, well, we want to make sure that we get to those. So yep. keep writing in, keep making those requests, let us know what you want to, to hear on the show, and we'll make it happen. And also, in order to let us know what's going on, make sure you're following us on all the social medias at Bombs Away Show. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also Twitter. Hey, if you're following us on Twitter, you will know that there's two more weeks left of 
The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been live tweeting that. We've Loving been having a it. lot of fun. So much fun. Um, so keep up with us on that as well. Again, there's like a million fucking promo codes for Shutter to the point where you can watch whatever you want. Just Google Shutter Just promo Google code Shutter. at this point. We're literally like sucking Shutter's dick so hard for, for $5.99 yeah, a month. <laughs> like, oh, Shutter, we love you. We, I do. Yeah. God, I. You know what's funny too is because. Uh, you know, those who are loyal listeners could be like, I know exactly what episode he said it in, but there's many a time that Shutter's been like, fuck Shutter. Me? Yeah, you've definitely, like, in no, the past, have been like, been like, they have no programming. That is true, but it's gotten a lot better It's almost the like they heard you and were like, oh yeah? Yeah, they're <laughs> like, okay, we'll give you a movie. <laughs> Look at Joe Bob. Nah, man, they do Joe Bob. They did that Cursed Films. You know you love I that. I loved Cursed Films. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm curious to talk to you off air about your feelings on Cannibal Holocaust after watching it. On... I'll never watch it again. You didn't? You don't need to say it off air. I'll say it right here. Never watch it again? No, man. Fuck that. They chopped a turtle up in real life, man. I don't need that. Have you ever seen Apocalypse Now? I haven't. Okay, because that movie, they kill a real cow. Well, and they fuck show that it. too. <laughs> Okay? But yes. I don't need any of that kind of shit. Don't need it. (laughs) We digress from that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for keeping with us. Um, And join us next week. It's Father's Day. You know what that means. Stereo Quinn's coming back. Stepfather 2. 2. I think it gets bad now. It it does. (laughs) it's, It's basically... Kind of like just a rehash of what we saw before, but now it's in that like, okay, how do we up the ante? Yes. You know, and And Meg Foster's in it. Oh. Okay. So uh, a uh, show alumni from uh, 31. Oh, yes. But Meg Foster's in plenty of bad movies. She's Evil Inn and Masters of the Universe. Uh, They live. She's got those eyes. You know, everybody remembers her. So... uh, Also, if you're like, oh my God, Prom Night, Jonathan and Tyler Senior, like, there's still technically two more. We've got... Prom Night 4, and we've also got the remake. We do have the remake. And then eventually probably just revisit the original with you. So, like, we still got plenty of proms to celebrate. Uh, It looks like proms are coming back next year. Yeah, (laughs) just like you guys, we celebrated our prom at home. (laughs) (laughs) So, thank you guys so much for listening. That does it for us here at Bombs Away. I'm Tyler. I'm Jonathan. And? It's not who you come with. has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.